It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Wow, thank you. I I also noticed that I am shining bright like a Frankie Grande. That is this week's guest on this episode of Not Too Deep. What an amazing human being with energy that I wish I could bottle and spray all over myself, but good thing I can spray his brand new scent that is available. You'll find out all about it in this week's episode of Not Too Deep. You'll also find out about some of his best and worst moments on stage, which really made my day and hopefully yours. So enjoy this week's episode of Not Too Deep with Frankie Grande. I have crazy impersonations that I do that are going to like freak your mind out. Really? Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. Smigrilla, why does it call Smigrilla? Masturbators, stupid fat hobbits, relaxed, raw, and wriggling with us, masters. Everyone's wow. freaking out. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. I had to, that's very impressive. Wow. Thank you. Thank I you so much. I also had to open my eyes because it started to get <laughs> creeped. I know. Yeah. It's, especially with these on. Yeah. It's like, it amplifies it. It's like, wow. It's like, it's nice ankles are so disrupt. That's very impressive. really good at that. Yeah. Smeagol is definitely up there as like my number one because yeah. people like freak out. People <laughs> yeah, like, it's loot. so accurate. Yeah. It's so accurate and it's creepy. Wow. Um, but yeah, you know, like I can do like, are you working on anyone? Like, are you developing anyone? Um, well, it's just like I did that mashup with Todrick last week. Yeah. And I just discovered that I could do Stewie. So I was like, laugh yeah. and cry. And I, like, I had no idea wow. that I could do that until I did it. And right. I was like, so apparently I should work on Stewie. Yeah. I guess. It's really great. Um, and like Peter, I guess. I had to do Peter, so I was like, ah. Uh, um, yeah, okay. Um, sure. Lois, go fuck yourself. I don't know. Like, I don't really work on them so much as like they just happen. Right. You know, so I should work on them because <laughs> then see, God knows what the limit could be. I'm always curious because I, you're a performer, singer. I mean, you're basically like another one of these like Renaissance people of Ooh, entertainment. That Renaissance wear, people yeah. of entertainment. I you love wear them. all the hats. Yes, it's true. Um, and a great hat today. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, thank you. <laughs> it looks like I'm not wearing anything it's but a hat. I I can't I'm not good at singing and I'm also not good at accents or impressions and I always wonder if like singing is connected to being able to do accents and like manipulate your voice I think it has to be yeah because same thing with Ariana it's like we're like we're just her Celine is amazing and her Christina and her Britney yeah. like everything that she does is so dead on and I think it has to do with the musicality because right. it's it's the musicality of the voice yes so it's like Jar Jar's like Mr. Jar Jar Binks this is a humble servant Masters out there listening here also singing a noise of power. What's the use of thinking we're supposed to trouble? Wow. <laughs> you're basically singing. Yeah. yeah. I, I also like that your impressions are like this niche of like creature sidekick kind of thing. It's <laughs> all CGI creatures. It's all CGI. Yeah. That is my dream. Yeah. I want to play a CGI character so really? badly. Yes. I like, think you'd be fantastic. And people always are like, like, what's your like, dream role? And I'm like, something like immersive and completely creative, like a, like a Smeagol, like a creature that I get to create from the ground up. And everybody's yeah. like, oh. So like, we were thinking you were going to be like, I don't know, Jack on Will and Grace. And I was like, no, that's not my dream role. That's my life. No, because that was way more fun to do like a creature where your body is yeah, just like Yeah, because I'm a dancer and yeah. I want to like be able to create a mu- movement vocabulary for a character. That would be so much fun. Yeah, that's that's like my dream role. Do also, like that. and I, this is something, and we've already started podcasting. Yeah, we have. I was like, well, oh yeah, sorry, hi. Yes, I'm here with Frankie Grande this week, which I'm so excited about because Yay. I feel like every time I see see you or I see you in something, I learn something else about you. Oh, that's cool. I went and I saw you as a judge on ABDC. Yes. And I had no idea. I knew a little bit, but not that your dance history is so extensive. And you, you're insanely knowledgeable about that whole world. 
and also not about turning your phone off. I didn't for- know about that. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, this is the phone that the number leaked. Oh so this God. is a fan. Should we answer it? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. Hello? Hello? Oh wait, it's connecting. I don't know. Why is it connecting? Are they Are they FaceTiming you? Oh wait. Hello? Hello? Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Natalie. Who's this? Um, this is Frankie. Oh, hi. Hi. W- are you calling for any specific reason? Oh, no, I just, it was, I, I don't know, but hi. Hi. Hi, how'd, Natalie. How'd you get this number? Um, someone gave it to me, but I didn't, I didn't know. You didn't know that it was me or you didn't know that it was a phone number? What didn't you know? <laughs> No, I didn't know it was you. I thought it was because someone gave it to me and I thought I was calling someone else. Who'd you think, Justin Bieber? No. (laughs) Who'd you think it was? (laughs) I don't know. I just, someone gave it to me and I don't know. Oh, okay. And you were just like, okay, fine. I'll call this number that you gave me. Why not? It's yeah, just a, it's a number. Why not? Just trying to make friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, Natalie, you made a new friend today. Oh, thank you. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, and hopefully I'll meet you soon. Oh, me, I I hope so in person. Let's we'll we'll keep texting. Yeah. I'll send you my address. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye bye. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, Grace is so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I, know. I was like, I wanted to chime in, but I was like, I, this is their conversation, and also just listening to like the. She sounded like a teenager. I don't Obviously. know. But it's yeah. just listening to like the teenage psyche of being like caught for yeah. doing something that is like socially inappropriate right. and then not having an excuse and just saying, I don't know, someone gave me the I phone number. Ex- I didn't like expect we found you drugs. To yeah, like we found cocaine in her pocket and she's like, I don't know, someone gave it to me and I just used it. And I'm like, Oh, you're saying teenagers that never call each other on the phone ever. You just felt the need to call someone completely random yeah. to make a new friend. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. I don't know. Someone gave it to me. <laughs> I, oh my God. I can't breathe. That was awesome. I'm so glad that I left my phone on. That was amazing. <laughs> so what So what happened? You, your phone number got leaked my online? My phone number got leaked online. So wow. I had to get a new number, but I still keep my old one. But this isn't the first time that this has happened to you. No, Glozell tweeted my number. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. As like punishment? What no. Because Glozell. Okay. It's Glozell. Glozell is Glozell. And Glozell and I were supposed to meet uh-huh. to get to do something. But I was on a plane. Okay. And so therefore we could not meet at, at said time. So right. she was freaking out. She was like, I need, we're, Frankie and I are supposed to meet right now. Sure. So I'm going to tweet our text conversation so that everyone oh, knows no. that Frankie is fucking me over at oh, the moment. God. And it had your number and at the top. And it had my number at the top. She was being funny, but it just... My, it was, so she didn't number. save your number and your her contacts. Otherwise, no, it would just say Frankie at the top. It it was. I don't know whether it was that or whether it was like a sometimes screenshot it, of before, like the some, text. I sometimes I, before it'll have like the name and the phone number uh, at the top. Yeah, it might have been like an Android. God knows what. Who know. knows? Who knows? I mean, that could be anything. Then. Yeah, Android. But, but she did tweet my number. And then, um, <laughs> then like literally, and it was so funny because she literally thought that I had just like screwed her over. And oh. I was like, no, Glozelle, I told you. <laughs> I was like, I texted you that I was going to be late because the flight was delayed. Right. I was going to meet you at DigiFest. We were going to create something right then and there backstage. And then we were going to go on and do it. Rose, yeah. we don't need to rehearse this. It's cinnamon twerk. <laughs> Like this is not bad. This is not like Nutcracker Dance of the Fairies. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. like Rose. It's cinnamon twerk. We'll wow. figure it out. We'll do it in thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Well, and this is so funny because she she was like she was like I told you to kick rocks, <laughs> and I said I know. I said thank you, and she was like that's not a good thing. <laughs> and I like- was like, oh, I thought kick rocks was like go get them, kid. <laughs> Like, but kick rocks means like, like go fuck yourself. Exactly. Yeah. But I didn't know. So when she was like, she was like really mad at me. Yeah. We had this entire fight, but I didn't know we had a fight. Uh, you thought that she was being really supportive. Really supportive. Do like, like, okay, okay, kick rocks, Frankie. See you, you when that you was see. Like break a leg. See you when I see. I thought yeah. it was break a leg. I thought it was like, good job, girl. Oh, like, thanks. kick rocks. So now that's our thing. That's she and I are like, I'm like, good, good, good job. I'm like, yeah, go get him, Glozell, kick rocks. The two of you is. <laughs> 
are, it's such a funny combination of like human beings that how the two of you don't have your own Broadway show we together to. as some sort of odd couple like blows my mind. We need to. It's, I, in, it's in the works. It's amazing. Mm. Um, but I got to know you when you were doing Rock of Ages yes. last year, Yo. which you were fantastic Thank in. Thank you so much. And then found out that you have done Broadway for years and like... How did that even begin to happen so, in your world? I was a biology theater dance triple major in college because uh-huh. that's normal. Yes, and uh, <laughs> just your so all American boy. Yeah, just your just your average triple majoring all American bio theater dance. Jesus. Uh huh. So I did that, and I you know I I loved biology. Like people mm-hmm. were always like, "So that's your fallback career?" And I was like, "No, it was just a passion. Like, yeah, I had a passion for bio, I had a passion for musical theater. So I just did everything, and then um." I basically just was like, I'm going to give myself some time mm-hmm. to pursue musical theater. And then if not, I'll go to med school. Sure. Sure. Why yeah. not? So I got, I graduated from college and I think in like a month I was Boots the Monkey and Dora the Explorer live on that equity national tour. What? So I took my equity card immediately as soon as I graduated, which is like, you know, scary because that means you can only do equity shows. Right. Um, but I was Boots the Monkey and I was like, <laughs> And I was up there crawling around, and I—you could see my face. I was yeah. not a foam character. Okay, I was—I you—I was a human. Yeah. Um. I mean, a monkey. I was a human in a monkey suit. Well, which they had to give all? me a fat, pregnant belly to hide my junk because it was too obvious. <laughs> I so I was. They didn't want the kids a, to get confused. Correct. I was yeah. a fat, pregnant, <laughs> human foam monkey with a wow. four and a half foot tail that wow. I broke every other week because I was so aggressive. Like, I'm I'm very extra. Oh, no. I've seen you. I've, I saw Rock of Ages like seven times. I'm extra. And you're my, you're, you're my dad's favorite character in the whole show because your energy is just infectious and it doesn't stop. Never stops. Yeah. It's like that in every all aspects of my life. It's amazing. Especially when I was 21 years old playing Boots the Monkey. Incredible. At, at Radio City <laughs> Music Hall How in fun. front of 6,000 kids. That's 12 sold fantastic. out shows. It was really cool. That's cool. So that was like that. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'll go to New York and be unemployed for like, you know, and do like the whole like auditioning, actoring thing. Right. And six months later, I booked Mama Mia on Broadway. That's I was incredible. Like, okay, great. Well, it blows my mind that people, I don't think, understand at all. They hear Broadway and they're just like, oh, yeah, you do like a, a couple shows. But the no. intensity <laughs> of Broadway performers blow, like it blew it, my fucking mind to un, like, the schedule of uh, rehearsals for when you're being put into a show, yep. the hours that you do every single night to make the show brand new every single night, it, like how you have lives outside of that or do anything else on top of that is insane to me. I mean, it's it becomes part of you. Like That's the thing, I think, where it's like, you know, I was on Broadway in Mamma Mia for three years. Wow. So when you're in a show for that long, it's like just going to work. Yeah. It really is just sure. going to work. Rock of Ages was less that because it was, it was so much spectacle. It was also, I had to do, I was just after Big Brother and I was doing so much press. Oh my gosh, We yeah. both me and Chester, we were doing so much press. Yeah, it was insane. And it was like, press, 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 press. And then it was the closing. Right. So then it was all the press around the closing. Right, right, And it was right. just like, so I had no life. Like, yeah. it was literally like, wake up at 6 a.m., go do press, take a nap in the middle of the day, go to the theater, do the show, pray that you get home, and then start all over. And sleep at some over. point, yeah. yeah. What is, in all of the years of doing Doing Broadway, which is so curious to me because I, the idea of doing the same show over and over and over makes me a little crazy. Yeah. Had, had you had any like moments that you particularly remember, either like audience, like the worst audience moment from oh a show? God, yes. or Really? Yeah. Okay. So Mamma Mia uh-huh. was, you know, I joined it in year eight. Wow. So at that point, we were already had like about in the 1500s seating theater uh-huh. like 12 people spoke English so like it was already <laughs> Wait, like I took my mom to see Mamma Mia just because she loves ABBA it's great no, yeah. but it was it was a, a huge tourist attraction yes yeah yeah and everyone that wanted to come to see a Broadway show that didn't speak English was like ABBA you know, like, because yeah, it's like, it's, it is, ABBA is the universal language. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. It's the universal language of music. Every, Everyone in every country is obsessed with ABBA. Yes. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So we had a lot of tourists. Yeah. And we had a lot of Asian tourists. And at one point in the show, I popped my head up over um, the Taverna wall. Uh-huh. And um, we stare at what we're supposed to stare at the center of the orchestra. Okay. So we pop our heads up and we stare at the center of the orchestra. And it's really the only time that, you know, you were, 
instructed to stare at the audience. Right. Like it was direct breaking the fourth wall communicating. Sure. So <laughs> there's five of us and I pop my head up <laughs> and the entire center of the orchestra is all wearing medical masks. <laughs> The oh, entire man. set was all white medical masks. The whole center of the audience. And I lost my shit. All of us did. We all, because we're all popping, we're all looking straight into the audience. And it was on an entire, it must have been a bus of Asian tourists who all wear right. the medical masks because they do. It's just part of their culture. Absolutely, yeah. And it was so hysterical. Just, when you're just not a, prepared for no, that, I mean, after doing the show how many times, and then that is thrown in your face. It was just so, oh my God. so funny. We died. I mean, none of us sang a word. Yeah. None of we just, <laughs> we were pop, we were so saying, Mama Mia, here I go again. It was more like this. It was more like, <laughs> <laughs> and they loved it. it was they hysterical. loved it. No, they slept. Oh. <laughs> Did no, they really? The Asian tourists that came to the Mamma Mia sleep, but that's also part of their culture. They sleep like during, during the show. Uh huh. That's a sign of like respect. Like you're doing yeah, a great job. Yes, exactly. But it I'm makes gonna, me so tired. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing such a good job. I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> They were very relaxed. They were very relaxed. It was unbelievable. (laughs) We would look out in the audience at the finale and there would be some people dancing and there would be half of the audience (laughs) asleep. It was so weird. It was so weird. so funny to me. Because you're like, well, there's nothing I can do. I mean, they paid for their, like, these (laughs) They paid for their nap. beds. Yeah, Yeah, they paid for their nap. That is so funny. I can't imagine... Looking into an audience and seeing just a sea of theater or medical masks staring back at it me. It was just shocking. And then all of us were like, "Is there? was there an announcement? Oh, my God. Maybe there was like a big thing, like an, right. a, like an old <laughs> warning. This would, like, is there saying, anthrax in the is, theater is there, that we don't know exactly. about right now? Are they just not telling the performers? <laughs> They're going to be like, by the way, on your way home, you have to breathe into this tube just to make sure that you don't have it. Because see you tomorrow at 7.30. Yeah, uh, we'll all be taking chemical showers in the morning. <laughs> yeah. It'll be really, really just great. the CDC waiting for us as we come off stage like it was just it was so many things oh my god that was a great that was a great moment that yeah. is so incredible one other mama mia moment that's really fun is we had this scene in lay all your love uh-huh. where we were dancing and our flippers were rubberized because okay. we they were rubber no they were rubber they were just rubber flippers and we're supposed to like do these your big, feet your shoes yeah we okay. come dancing and flip like scuba flippers oh wow yeah like scuba flippers okay and we do these big high kick oh like, yes like, i remember like, yeah, yeah. So, don't go listen your yeah. emotion so we're coming out and one day we go off into the wings and there are new flippers okay and they have their neon blue Uh and they have plastic Uh and i'm like okay cool new flippers great i was like i guess we'll just we'll just go for it so we all put on our flippers (laughs) and we all go to take our first step and all of us wipe out (laughs) because the plastic doesn't grip the plastic stage our stage is see-through and plastic so all seven of us was a seven or eight maybe um we come flying out and all of us you hear don't go <laughs> and then you just hear and then we start just like a three stooges <laughs> bit everyone is screaming and then we're screaming and they, like we are all girls too like we are like oh, oh my god oh my god <laughs> like screaming like girls oh and then we had we were like well the show must go on right. so we crawled to our spots <laughs> on stage crawled there That's did so some funny. sort of dancing it would could be considered like geriatric dancing right. like just like it's slow. like a baby deer on ice for the first time exactly That's hilarious. and then we had to get Sky off stage so we put Sky on the boat oh and then God. I'm supposed to push the boat off stage uh-huh. and I just slip out <laughs> And I'm just dangling from the front of the ship. And then the guy, the stagehand has to come out and pull the boat and drags me off stage. That's one of my favorite moments. That's amazing. Those are the moments where I wish the audience was allowed to use their phones and like video and capture that so it could live online. Absolutely. I do. Uh, I still think that we need to start letting people videotape. I mean, it doesn't. Do you think that in in shows? Because that was the one kind of interesting thing about seeing Broadway shows. I'm so used to being so connected and not being able to use the phone and really feeling like it was an offense if I used it during the show. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice that this is preserved here. I agree. And I think it depends on the show like Rock yeah. of Ages why not sure 
Rock of Ages, yeah. everyone is shit faced. They're serving <laughs> alcohol in the theaters. There are During people the show. literally wasted, yeah, like screaming at the stage, trying to crawl up on stage. That's, it's like, why not take out your cell phone? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's like? Yeah, that is the thing about Rock of Ages is that like you do realize, oh yeah, you are provoking like a bunch of cage tigers because yeah. it's mostly like middle aged women that used to love like White Snake and yep. all of these songs, yes. and you're just provoking them to a point where like if they shout something out it's like stop it you're at a theater show like you're at a live show and it's like what but everything in this environment screams the opposite right, of that exactly. right now no we would shout back yeah yeah like yeah. in rock of ages like someone would <laughs> shout something we'd be like yeah we know like Den- <laughs> dennis would be like you were there yeah I it's saw so you. fun he's like yeah he's like you're speeding your head blah 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 yeah. and he's like yep you yeah the the show was nice because it seemed like it had that like comfort zone where you could in other shows, if someone from the audience were to shout, it would be such a weird taboo moment. Yeah, exactly. But it felt like appropriate-ish in that yeah, kind of it, show. I thought it did. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, get up, dance, you know? <laughs> be wasted, crawl on stage. Who yeah. Cares? Like, it it's, makes it interesting. It's part of, yeah, it's part of the, that brand, you know? Now, you are, in my opinion, a style icon. Oh, my goodness. I Thank mean, you. you're you're basically like a MacGyver of clothing. <laughs> I love that. You really take anything and make it a shirt. It's it's <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. Or nothing and make it a shirt. Which is uh, something some I love. You love glitter. Have you had a bad glitter experience? Um, Well, uh, I have. Okay, so the thing about the way I apply my glitter is I put um, a layer of Vaseline on. Right. And then I pour the glitter. Right. And then I pat the glitter in, which is really great because it stays. It's not sticky. It's not gross. And you can get it off of you pretty easily. You can get it off of you pretty easily, but it also comes off on everyone else very easily. Very easily. So, for example, if you go home with someone or Uh-oh. are hooking up with someone, Uh-oh. and it's like then a scarlet letter, it is the scarlet letter. <laughs> it is then very obvious who that someone is. Oh, that's incredible! Yeah, and it gets everywhere. That's the thing about glitter. Yeah. I don't know how you you must take like three days off after you wear glitter. You to know, give no, your it's, recovery it time. showers right off after a certain amount of hours because okay. the Vaseline just absorbs oh, into your yeah. body and that then the sense. glitter just sloughs right off. It's totally fine. That makes but sense. But there's literally a thing. And I actually got a text from one of my friends at LA Pride. Uh-huh. And it was really like, I am covered in your glitter and I did not even see you. <laughs> It just traveled it from tra- person yep, to person. From pa- to person. Pa- pa- traveled from person to person to person until it ended up in someone's bed who I was not with. That's incredible. It's like a game of telephone. It's yeah. like a game of gay. That, yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah, it's like a gay murder mystery. Yeah. Where it's like, it. It's it wasn't like, Frankie, but who could it have been? <laughs> oh, goodness. That's so funny. Okay, now... Uh, if you could, you, you love, you're great at social media. Yeah. Thanks. You're pretty incredible. I love it. Um, what's your favorite social media platform? Well, it's Snapchat is quickly becoming my life. Yeah. Which is like, I think that's par for real, the course. Like, for everyone. Real crazy. Yes. But, um, what I've done now is I choose my favorite Snapchats and then I will post them on Instagram and or Twitter oh, okay. and with different filters and everything. So try to make everything like feel still like different. feel like unique and different. And also then I'll take like my whole Snap story and then I'll post it on my Facebook. Oh. So like I'm trying really hard to be still very integral. Sure. Twitter is still like the spine, I think, that connects all of my various platforms. But um I think that uh I'm Snapchat's taken over my, yeah. my my heart, man. It's because it's easy and it's fun and I think people are most raw and interesting on Snapchat yeah. because there's no you can't you can't think about it and analyze it you have to post it or you don't right exactly it's yeah. either it's up there or it's not up there right and and I love that my fans just rip the Snapchats and put it right on Twitter and within 30 seconds so that like literally <laughs> it will live forever yeah exactly like it's like oh wait also wait oh my god do you know that if you draw on the screen uh-huh. and you, it downloads it goes it goes it downloads away? without it yeah. yeah okay I found that out the wrong way did you yeah <laughs> I did too because my dog's collar has my phone number on it oh. and you couldn't yep. see it but you could see like the first two digits of yeah. it and I had drawn over it and then saw that someone had downloaded it and it didn't have the drawing on it and I was like what? How? Yeah exactly no I, I took a picture of my friend's tits and I drew over them <laughs> And then her friend, her tits were everywhere. So well, they. I mean, maybe but she's my phone? best friend, and she was a topless dancer for years. So it's oh, fine. so you did her a favor. I did. Basically, yeah. she was like, "I just got three more jobs." I was like, "Yay, <laughs> awesome!" I was gonna say that seems like a great business card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was. It was like it was, she was like, 
I, I knew it wasn't a big deal, but is, I just thought, I was like, what if it was something else? Oh my God, yeah. Okay, that's probably the best case scenario for that to have happened. Yes, that was the good learning experience. Is there a social media platform that you would want to delete that you're over and think is not necessary or feels like cumbersome? Well, I mean, I'm sorry for the Viners out there, but I oh, yeah. don't understand why it's there anymore. Yeah. I mean, they've done a really good job with the music integration. Like I just did, oh, yeah. like, like um, uh, I like that it syncs up up the loop of the six seconds with the song. So like it'll choose a six second loop for you. I didn't is, even know that. Yeah, I, I just discovered it the other day. Wow. So I was like, okay, smart. But I don't understand why it's six seconds now. Like I don't, because oh, yeah. now we have 15 seconds on Instagram right. and, and it loops. Right. So I can make a six second Instagram video that loops. With right, music. that's true. I yeah. can. So it's like, hmm. But I, I'm intrigued by the music integration now that they've done with Vine, which I think is very smart. But I was never a Viner. Yeah, you know, that was thing. not my thing. I can't get. I was talking. Brittany Furlan was on the podcast yesterday, and she's amazing at Vine. Yeah, and I can't wrap she's my amazing. head around it enough to like create consistent content. Yeah, no, I can't either. It's yeah. always it's always like a six second video. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like, well, then why not just snap it? Right, and make it a ten second video. Exactly. You know, like so. But those people that make like epic battles and chase scenes on Vine, like it's like that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's out of my league. But like exactly it's out of my league too, which is why my Vine is kind of like just holding steady. I forget that I have Vine. Yeah. And then I see it on my phone and I'm like, oh, I should post a Vine. And it's always just me being like, I should post it. And then that's it. And I'm like, I'm a genius. I know how to do social media. It's so stupid. Uh, but yeah, I can I can understand deleting vine because it's not helpful in my social media platform yeah. kind of front thing. yeah exactly i have other apps that do the same thing is there um an app that you wish existed that currently doesn't hmm an app that exists that currently like we doesn't. talked about toilet apps a lot in yeah. the past and toilet. you know like, like where where is where's there like, a public bathroom i can go to oh, in the middle of new york wow. right but like yeah. a, but like a yelp for public bathrooms, yes. so you can find like the cleanest, nicest, yeah. most well, available. I ones. mean, mine. So I see. I build schools in Malawi and shit in holes. So like, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't care. I literally don't care. Yeah, like I will shit anywhere. <laughs> literally anywhere. I have no problem. Well, I'm no like, problem. I'm like the opposite of you. Oh no! Oh. I'm literally like I was the most disgusting toilet. I'm like that's fine. Yeah. Like literally, I don't care. It's okay. Um. So I just need a toilet though, and in LA, yeah, I actually. Oh God, I can't believe I'm telling the story. I like I've had to like pee on a front someone's front lawn. Because I was oh, dying. Sad. Yeah. I was dying and I was but stuck Steve in traffic <laughs> and there was nowhere to go. And I was like fresh out of New York and I was like chugging coffee and I literally yeah. was like, I'm going to die. Yeah. My bladder is going to so. So I just pulled over and just peed <laughs> on someone's lawn. Well, that I mean, which I'm sure is a felony. It maybe I don't think it's a I'm, felony. Uh, maybe a misdemeanor. Maybe a misdemeanor. I mean, I've heard a story of someone else who did this <gasps> that wasn't me. Oh, there you go. There we go. Very, very. <laughs> I've got plausible deniability now. If we've now. learned anything from making a murderer, <laughs> <laughs> we just figured it out. Yeah. Um, I think. I think there's the reference. Yeah. We can't do an episode of this podcast. That's my I, goal this year: is every single podcast has to have a making a murderer reference. I in feel it. like that's an attainable goal. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm wildly obsessed with it right now. I need to kind of cool cool my jets on it. But yeah, I'm not. I will. I purposely will not start it until yeah. Downton Abbey is over. Ah, uh, see, Downton Abbey isn't. The I I've seen a couple episodes. Oh, and it's my life. I haven't gotten fully into it, but I can see how I could be. No, no, it's my life. Is it? Oh, it's all consuming. Like Who? I'm rewatching the first season now as I'm watching the sixth season at the same time. Whoa. I'm crazy. Is there a character that you relate most to? On I that? am Lady Mary Crawley. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely Have am. Have you named an album yet? Because that sounds like the Frankie Grande album. <laughs> I am Lady Mary Crawley. <laughs> like I am or, Sasha Fierce. Just like, I am Lady Mary. Yeah, that would be amazing. And <laughs> I, or like another one person show. That's a yes, great title. It's a perfect title. <laughs> I am Lady Mary. It's perfect. Oh, speaking of things that you are creating, you have a scent out. I do. Which is the most exciting thing. I got you a present. Yee! Yay! It is Frankie by Ariana Grande. Yes. Okay, now I'm going to open it. But while I'm opening it, well, let me open it so I don't get this sound all over you and No, do that. Do that. This oh, is great. Yeah. Sorry, Chris, our sound man. This is fun. I think if you if you spray it into the microphone, then our listeners Oh my God, I'm so it. excited for you to smell it. I'm so excited for you I to smell it. I smell it. I love smelling things. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. There's, I just got a whole new 
group of fetish. <laughs> is this? Are you, uh, are, are you a? Are you a? Um, s- s- scent your favorite smell? Is scent, scent my favorite smell? Is scent your favorite. What a deep question. Is scent your favorite. Look at this packaging. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Wow. This is pretty incredible. Thank you. This has like some density to it. Right. It's also a weapon. Yes. It's yes, amazing. You can throw it at people. Okay. Wait. How, it's is multi-purpose. there a way, like, you know, when you sip wine at a table, is there a way you're supposed to like I mean, spray I perfume? I mean, I just spray it. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a, yeah, you're doing good. There you go. No, put it on Ooh. you because it smells different on your body. This is how I put it on myself. I just waft it into my face. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you rub, nice? and then you rub your oh, wrists together. This is really go. nice because it's it's subtle. Yeah. Because the thing that I… This is how you're supposed to play. Oh, wow. Okay. Go. Very subtle. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> very subtle. Just your like publicist it. and your assistant both put both of their hands up and slowly walked away. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. No, I, I, I… No, this is really… Because the thing that bothers me about perfumes is when they're so intense that even if you spray it once on yourself, you're like, way too much. Now right, exactly. I, I smell like I'm covering up for something. Right. So and, because we don't have smell-o-vision, maybe you can describe the scent. Ooh, but I'm awful at describing scents. I mean, this to me, like, I, I can't describe things in, like, how, what you actually put into this, but I can say this feels like a really gender-neutral scent, which is yeah. something I love. Well, it is. women's scents, to me, smell too much like hotel soap yep. and for frequently, and yeah. so I, I never really like them. So I like more of the kind of, like, musky masculine, yes. even though that might not be the most, like, positive whatever adjective. But I love, like, scents like this yeah. that feel a little bit more masculine. That, kind well, of okay, so basically, um, uh, both Frankie and Ari are gender non-exclusive. That's great. So, which is really cool and uh, part of our, you know, kind of, like, our philosophy in life, which yeah. is, like, we're just, like, important. yeah, we're yeah. just, like, kind of, you know, t- trying to trying to take away the any gender normative, like, language in the world because it's just not like we're at a place now where it's just not helpful yeah you know like you're behaving like a girl you're behaving like a boy it's like screw it I'm I'm, whatever yeah I'm behaving like Frankie thank you Merry Christmas (laughs) Um, but um or whatever non-denominational holiday you celebrate hey (laughs) (laughs) Merry Kwanzaa um so yeah so basically uh, but so this one we used like there was like a, a sparkly like fruity tone to it and then blonde some blonde blonde woods I I learned a lot about yeah, sense, did you have to go and like you must have to the laboratory? Smelled. Yes, yeah. and test smell things. Um, and um, but there's a musky undertone, a creamy yeah. musk. It's really nice. I like cool. it a lot. And um, it's a synthetic musk, which is also good because no animals were harmed in the use of this product. It's That's the fantastic. only synthetic musk on the market too. Wow, it's this company, which is super cool. That's so awesome. Um, and was it was it difficult? Uh, Picking the scent, like um, all the different components. It's like I thankfully I'm not, like I'm not the creator, you know. Right. Like I just kind of like I'm like this is what I like. And yeah. Like great. Bye. Yeah. Come back in a week and we'll let you smell what we've created. Right. And see Based if you on like your it. preference. Yeah. Exactly. So That's it's like cool. it's a it's definitely definitely a collaboration. Like you know because like if you also added cosmetic uh, ke- chemical specialist to my list of resume, then. I yeah. probably would never have left school. Right, exactly. Yeah, like, so I have enough. Especially, But also I can imagine that if you were to sit there and smell one all by the, one all yeah. of these scents that your your comparison will be thrown off. I mean, well, I can't be in a Yankee that, candle store for more than like 10 seconds. <laughs> Four seconds. <laughs> no, but I've individually smelled all the elements that go into the perfume, right. which is super cool. That's awesome. Like, and that's really neat. Like, just, there's wild orchid in there. Like, it's like, there's like fun things. And it's anyway, buy it and smell it for yourself and tell me what you think. Where do people find it? Um, right now, it's only for sale at Ultra. Okay. Um, Ulta. 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 Ultra. Yes, yeah. at, at the Rave Festival in Miami. <laughs> Is the only place wow, that they very sell specific. Frankie. Very specific. It, it's very gender neutral, but it's very event specific. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, when when does this podcast air? This will be February, March ish. Okay, yeah, good. Oh, no, so it'll be yeah. out. It'll okay, be good. out in stores, and you can get it at Macy's dot com, and you awesome. can get it at um, Alta Alta yeah. dot com. <laughs> but that's um, fantastic. But yeah, it'll be everywhere. And of course, there'll be links around my website. Wait, there's one other place where it's going to be. And I should tell you where that is. Oh, yeah. Wait, tell us all the important info. Um, Lordandtaylor.com. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. And, <laughs> They're and, great. And in stores at Stage. Stage is a store? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. On stage, in stage. At Love stores it. Um, we're going to take a quick break in one second. 
Before we do, I have to ask you two questions that I ask every single guest that's on the podcast. Yay! The first one is, who would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Wow. Yeah. And it doesn't have to, I I always like to reiterate that it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can be someone that you think would really enjoy loving cold spaghetti all over their body. Miranda Sings. That, I don't think anyone said Miranda Sings yet, have they? I just want to see what that reaction yeah, would be. Yeah, I don't be. think anyone And has. I hope that it's a video. That How Miranda hasn't made that video yet. Oh my God. <laughs> you covered me in cold spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen, what here, done? here's a plot line for one of your Netflix episodes. I know. Can you believe? I'm so proud Isn't of her. I'm, da- I'm so proud of her. I've known for like a really long time too. It's <laughs> so fantastic. Mm. And it's one of those things where you're just like, Yes, this is happening to the right person and great. the right platform. It's yeah, perfect. It's very incredible. So Miranda Sings needs a face full of cold spaghetti. Make it happen. So does Colleen Bellinger. There you go. Yeah. Um, and the other question that I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or like close call. But oh, no. you can only tell us in three <laughs> words or three small phrases. So for instance, mine is college jogging front lawn. Okay. Yeah. Mine is... Um, I like that you have a story. Oh my God, I have several. <laughs> um, <laughs> mine is uh, Date uh-huh. Nobu Trash Can. Wow. All right, no follow-up questions. Uh, we'll be right back with some Twitter questions from you guys for Frankie. Uh, stay tuned for more Not Too Deep with Frankie Grande. Not Too Deep? It can <laughs> never be too deep. Frankie Grande. Which is so different. I'm, I'm going to behave so differently now that I know that we're back. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frankie's second half. Woo! Um, now, we have some questions from you guys that you submitted on Twitter. Oh, yay. And everyone's very excited to ask you questions. Yay. Um, So let's get into it. Chelsea Hawks wants to know your biggest Broadway inspiration. Kristen Chenoweth. Really? Yes. Yeah. No doubt. Hands down. Just because she, I think she's the most successful person that's navigated Broadway and television. Yeah. And managed to keep everyone aware of the fact that she is so fierce and talented. She is a small package that is so insanely like bigger than life sort of thing. Mm -hmm. She's one of those people that I truly think is professional because I think professionals are people that make really difficult things look so effortless and easy. Mm -hmm. And she's just so... You can't believe it. Yep. And you think, oh, well, I can sing because look, she's making it look so easy. And then you try and you realize like, nope, <laughs> that's and it, incredibly right? difficult. And she's a comedic genius. Yeah. Like I I'm a, I like find myself drawing a lot of inspiration from her for sure. If you were to be in a show with her, what show would you want to be in with mm, her? My goodness. I mean, definitely. Like I just saw her in um, uh, on the 20th century. 20, oh. And... Uh, it was just so brilliant. And I was just like, God, I wish there was a role for me in that show so I could be with her. But it's, I mean, it's literally just her show. Is and she there... was but something like that. Yeah. Like, like noise is off. Okay. Or something that literally is just like, just like slapstick smart comedy. Right. Yeah. Um, with some singing. There you go. You is know. there a role or a show right now that's happening in New York that you wish you could be in? Um, you know, it would have been Hedwig. But it just oh. closed. But I would oh. have loved to play Hedwig. That I never got like to see Hedwig, but dream I dream role. Yeah, that everyone that has seen it that's told me about it, it. The message sounds amazing. The show sounds incredible. Yeah, and it's like what would happen to Franz when he grew up. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because like Franz was like, you know, when he go home and it makes his confectionery, yeah. and, and then he gets all fucked up for drugs, and then he goes and becomes Hedwig. <laughs> And he cuts off his dick and suddenly becomes Hedwig. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Franz was the character that Frankie played in, in Rock, Rock of Ages. Ages. It's not just this alter no. ego that comes out every now and then. <laughs> Although I have several of those. <laughs> Which they know. What were we saying before you got here? Hateful Eight should be your new stage show that you do. The new movie that's out. I haven't seen it. But the Quentin Tarantino oh. movie that's out. That Hateful Eight. It can be you and all of your personalities that's on great. stage. That's yeah. great. Oh my God. Fright the Tank. What up? <laughs> 
What's How the way? You you're, you're saying Hateful Eight is a one-man show? <laughs> yes. If you, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. If you called it that, you would sell tickets. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't I, have to do anything to do with, with the Quentin Tarantino film. Yes. You know? Um, and odds are we probably won't get Samuel L. Jackson to be in it. But here's hoping. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, is never, he in it? Never say never. I don't know. I just assume he's in everything. He's everywhere. Yeah. I think he's in it. Isn't he in it? Yeah. He's like… Quentin he's Tarantino's muse. Yeah. Oh, is pretty he? Much. Yeah. I mean, good. he's everyone's muse. Let's be very Let's be No, honest. absolutely. I I like to think of him as, you know, uh, Jedi Master Windu yeah. with his purple <laughs> lightsaber. And yeah. I love that when, when he was approached by George Lucas to do the film, he yeah. said, I will do it on one condition. I want a purple lightsaber. Did he really? Yes. yes. And they gave him a purple lightsaber. Well, and he's the only no. one. The only one. <laughs> Ever yeah. to have a purple lightsaber. That's true. And that is so badass. Wow. That's all I can say. That's about that. pretty incredible. So, what was the question? <laughs> uh, no, you answered that and more. <laughs> oh, Hedwig. Oh, um, uh, currently, I, w- I want to play Frankie Valley in Jersey Boys oh, for like three days, three shows. Because then my. Uh, yeah, like, it would uh, shatter your voice. No, I mean, it does shatter your voice, but no, only they only do six shows a week, so I could do it. I'd be fine. There you go. Yeah. Okay, make mm-hmm. it happen. Yep. Uh, Louis Tomlin's win wants to know how much do you love Nona? Oh my gosh, Nona! See Nona, and this is your grandmother. Yes. Okay. So Nona is the light of my life. She's in a lot of your Instagram photos and yeah. videos, and yeah. she seems like an incredible human being. She is the funniest, driest, wittiest, <laughs> most honest human being on the planet, and that is just. She just celebrated a birthday. Or ninety. Something. That's incredible. She just turned ninety, which is just crazy. Yeah. And as she said, "I'm ninety years old, and I can say whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> and she's been saying that since she was 80. <laughs> That's amazing. So she's perfect. But but uh, Nona always spoke to me in my mother's stomach. And Aww. she says this to everyone that like, she knew that we were going to have like this instant connection. And it was unbelievable. Like really? as, as an infant, wow. I was obsessed with my grandmother. And to this day, like she's like, you know, my favorite person on the planet. That's incredible. Yeah. What did she do when she was younger? Um, Nona. Other than hmm. be just like an incredible human being. Yeah, she was a she was a she housewife. Was just, oh, she was okay. a housewife. Um, she met my grandfather when she was eleven years old. Wow. Um, wow. they didn't date at that age. Okay, I was gonna say I was uh, like, wow, no, they, uh, go for it. No, 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 but they were best friends for a long time, and then he went off to war, oh, wow. and then when he came back, they got married, and uh, they're you know she quickly became a housewife. She had uh, my mother's sister when she was early twenties. Wow. So like, and then she had my mommy and. Duh. Those two girls were a full-time job. I'm sure if they created you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, Shine Brightly KY wants Yay. to know. Hi. If you could turn into a unicorn or a dragon, which would you choose and why? Hmm. I think. Mm, wow, this is such a hard question. Um, I think I'd be a dragon. Oh. Because, you know, the uh, dragons also have a lot of magical powers That's and a true. lot of magical properties. And um, you know. I'm just thinking of like Puff the Magic Dragon as like a licensing property. <laughs> <laughs> Something that a dragon has. Like, I think I would want to be pretty like a unicorn, but I also think the dragons are gorgeous and beautiful. That's true. And let's be honest, dragons get to sleep more. And I love to sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do love to sleep and I'm very grumpy when I'm wakened too early. <laughs> I really am. Right? Right, John Eric? <laughs> Slowly backs into the corner. <laughs> yeah, dragons are the cats of the sky, I would say. Oh, my oh, God. Okay. And I want to be a bit of fly. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, unicorns, like, that's great. But I can run fast as a human. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. I think unicorns seem… Uh, and I'm horny as a human, too. Hey! But I'm going… Sh- <laughs> um, but I want to fly. Kelsey Henderson wants to know, what's your biggest stage fail? And you told us about slipping in the scuba. Okay, shoes. okay, 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 okay. Um, as biggest stage fail was when in Rock of Ages, uh-huh. I did not enter for <gasps> my big entrance. Really? Because I was talking to the <laughs> next, literally, literally involved in a very deep conversation with my father of Rock of Ages, with <gasps> Paul Schofler, uh-huh. who played my dad. And we were having a really in depth, detailed conversation. And off comes, um, oh God, um, Mama, what's her face? Uh, the prostitute. Oh yeah, I don't remember the hell's her name. What's her name? But well, I know who you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, anyway, um, the the dominatrix woman. Yeah. What the hell's her name? What are they called? The madam. Oh, the madam. Sure, yeah. whatever. Yeah, she so, owned like the the strip. strip and club. I literally, I'm standing here. Uh-huh. The stage manager is standing here, and uh-huh. she comes off right here. And the stage manager goes, "Where's Frankie?" And she goes, "Right there." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> the China! Oh my god, I miss her. Those are so, again. 
again, his lines from Rock of Ages. Yes, exactly. Not just like a personal mantra. <laughs> no, it's exactly. Um, the love of my life's name was Regina. Oh, the which show. is just clever as it's, hell. It's great. But um, yeah, so I literally oh just, God. but it was literally maybe seven seconds of dead time on stage. It sure. was not a big deal. Absolutely. But it felt like an eternity. I felt like the biggest asshole because uh, I'm so professional. Yeah, so, you like, are. So that was like, I was like, no, I let the stage be dark for seven seconds. Uh, which to the audience, no one knows. And that's totally No, they fine. had no idea. But to other actors, it's like, they were like two years of waiting <laughs> for like, someone. So. Should I? Start speaking. <laughs> uh, does this haunt you now? No, I didn't even think about it again until just now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is like that. Like, I mean, that was one out of sixty-nine shows that I did. Hell. Actually, sixty-nine. That's it's it's insane because there's like moments like that that you don't even capture. Like Chester told me a story about one time he had to, um, he had to have like money to give someone in a scene, and yeah. one time he forgot it, and the woman that was he was I think it was the woman that was playing yeah. mad and like wasn't even paying attention. Where it's like Justice, that's her name. Justice. She, yeah, she asks him how he's gonna pay if he has anything to pay for going into the strip club, and he shows money, and he forgot it, so he just like put his hand out, and she goes, "Well, looks like you got it," and yeah, went it, like as if there was money in his right, hand. Sure. But no one knows that that was like missed. But right, to him, right. he's like, "Oh my god, right. I just like fucked this up." No, in, in our like actor mind, we're yeah. like, oh, "Oh shit, I can't say credit card because it's the eighties." <laughs> So like, and then it wasn't yeah. the way people paid for prostitutes. Diners club. Uh, yeah. um, I got my uh, diners club. Here's my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, the audience does not care. They exactly. don't know they're wasted and sleeping. Yeah. As right. we said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Um, someone wants to know your last used emoji, which I want to know just your most frequently used emojis. Okay, let's go for it. Now I have two phones, so we can. Perfect. Let's see. Just, so we can double have a, the we emoji. Can ha- we can have a plethora. Yes, I'm sure. Or the eggplant emojis in there. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's not get let's not get twisted. Okay, hey, uh, all the hits. Okay, let's see. Here we go. What do we got here? Um, I loving eyes, prayer hands, kiss face, heart, bath. Um, uh, <laughs> this sounds like queen. a spoken word poem right now. Yeah, I'm liking this. <laughs> queen crowned star with sparkles, sparkles, large sad face, upside down smiley face, kissy face, hail face. Wait, I need some bongos. One phase. Yeah. Wait, like like a couple to, bass riffs. Go to the other phone. Do you remember when the computer would read whatever you typed in? Like you could do oh. that thing where it would be like, recite this and it would read back yes. what you typed in. That's what I feel like I'm listening to right now. <laughs> Broken heart. Unicorn. Hand up to hair. Clapping hands. Kissy phase. Rainbow. Phase. Heart Perfect. with bow. Beautiful. Wow. The symbolism of it all is so beautiful. Yeah, but most, I mean, let's be honest, it's mostly the praise hands. Praise hands. Yeah. yeah that, that's a big one. I love and those. The hearts are big. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know your favorite vacation place. Oh, Hawaii. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just had the most magical trip to Hawaii. And you were just, just there. Climbed every mountain and. <laughs> Swam beneath every ocean and it was just amazing. Like literally I was swimming. I'm a scuba diver and I was swimming and um, there was a sea turtle that was above my head. And like I didn't even notice and I turned around and I looked up and there was a sea turtle right above me. And I was like, hello, God. (laughs) I was like... It was like a spiritual experience. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Just 100 feet under the ocean, wow. just swimming with a turtle. Do you have um, an island that's your favorite? Well, I've only been to Oahu, so okay. I'm ready to go to the next one. There like, you go. But, like, but I like, I spent 11 days there and I like wow. climb, I climbed every mountain. Yeah. But it's just so, it's impossible to not be relaxed, I feel like, when you're in Hawaii. It's so cool. It's what yeah. LA pretends to be. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's like, you know, everyone's like, oh man, I'm so chill here. And you're like, no, you're not. No, like, you're this, taking you're... like 7,000 milliliters of Valium to be yeah, that exactly. chill because you're full of anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, no, in Hawaii, everyone actually is that chill. Yeah. And it's just so cool. It feels weird to be uptight there. Yeah. It feels like you're not doing something correct. You're like, I want to hahu mama. <laughs> and then you're like, that's much better. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how they speak Hawaiian. Oh, yeah. It is. Yeah, 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 I'm fluent in it oh. after my 11 I, days. My next question is, what's your secret talent? Um, uh, My secret talent other than Smeagol Gollum. I know. I was going to say, you already kind of gave us a lot <laughs> with those impressions that are pretty wonderful. Oh, my secret talent. I feel like... What is my secret talent? I just feel is like... It, do I have secrets anymore? 
I don't. Well, after reality TV and YouTube and my social oh, media, man. is there something that someone doesn't know about me? I know. And find that your secret is that you have no secrets. <laughs> yes, that's my secret talent. That yeah. I'm an open book. Uh, no, I think one of the secret things that maybe people don't um, know about you is like how professional you are. Oh, I think that people see you sometimes as like you, know, Frankie. So high energy is wonderful. He's like so positive, but right. you are so insanely professional. Yeah, that. You, because people don't realize how difficult it is hosting and you do a lot of red carpet stuff yep. and doing that and being on and having conversations with just like the amount of people that you're supposed to for those events is really difficult and you're a total pro at it and I think that is Thank a secret you. talent that people don't really understand. So I know the answer that my secret talent is, is that I have a photographic memory. Really? So that's what it is. Yeah. That's just which is how I blew through my bio major like no problem because it's all memorization and that's why I couldn't do so well on yeah. red carpets because I look at the card. I remember the card exactly what it and looks like and it remembers what it says. Wow. So like I can like be like, oh, okay, yes. Okay, Miranda Lambert. I remember that that thing and then the song is over here and I remember, okay, so you're nominated and I can wow. like see it in my head. So that's the secret I talent, I guess. The I skill. wish. It's a cool thing to have and it's yeah. really weird because I can, I when I look at movies, uh -huh. I see the movie in frames. Oh, really? So like I can be like, wait, stop, pause, go back. Did you see that in the lower left-hand corner? And it was like, no, no one saw that. And I was like, no, but look. And then they're like, there it is. And wow. I'm like, yeah. So it's weird. My friends are all like, you're crazy. And they're so like, you just, I know. You figure out the ends of all the horror films before. It yes. <laughs> I, sometimes not. Sometimes yes. Well, it depends. That's very cool. But yeah, I, I notice crazy stuff. Wow. Like crazy little stuff in, in movies there all the go. time. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, at Helbig Swifts wants to know New York or LA? Helbig Swift? Helbig Swifts. Yeah, Helbig Swifts. Um, because you spend time in both, right? Which uh, uh, New York and LA? New York or LA? They want to know. Um, you know, I would if, in any other. If you would ask me this, and during any other time other than the Arctic attack that New York is happening <laughs> yeah. here, I would say New York. Right. But due to their Arctic attack, I'm yeah. saying LA. There you go. I do not want to be cold. What do you think is the best thing about New York and the best thing about LA, and then alternatively the worst about each? Best thing about New York City is that you can do ten things in a day and yeah. it not even blink. Like, okay. because commuting is so simple. That's true. I can get everywhere in the city. I can do SoulCycle. I can do the gym. I can do an audition. Yeah. I can go, uh, like, meet, have a meeting. I can have three dinners. Yep. Like, and I can go out to the club and yeah. it all accomplish it in one day. In LA, if you do three things in one day, you have succeeded. Yes. Like, that's it like is goal. the greatest thing ever. I went hiking before this and I have a dinner after this and I'm like, Oh my God, I have done it. I know. I'm I like figured tired. It out. I'm tired of like just listening to that amount of things that you're <laughs> yeah, doing. I know. Today. I, did, I did three things today. <laughs> it really is so insane that time feels like it feels so different in both so cities. Different. Yeah. No, I can literally accomplish 10 things easy in a day, like yeah. major things yeah. in New York City. Yeah. And you just can't do that here. It's also because everything closes so early. Yeah, that's the one thing I forget. If I spend time in New York, I get really spoiled because yeah. like food is open yes! really late. And 2 a.m. Yeah, at 3 a.m. If you need a new pair of shoes, you can figure yep. out how to get them in New York. Yep. Whereas here, you're kind of like shit out of luck. No, you're absolutely out yeah. of luck. And the bar situation is also like yeah. unbelievably frustrating here. Yeah. But I've come, I've become, I've, well, I stopped drinking, so that's a number one, yeah. like the easiest way to fix that problem. Hey, same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so that that's made life less frustrating. That, but like, it it's is. like one thirty, and everybody's like, "Where's the booze?" Right, and you hear like the bell or the lights go on. Yeah, and, and you're flicker, like, and you're like, you feel like you're at a high school dance, and yeah. they've told you like, "It's over, go home," and you're all like, "Oh my god, this is what we all look like." Yes, <laughs> this exactly. Is crazy. It's terrible. Yeah. In New York, it's just that doesn't happen until the sun right. comes up. Exactly. Exactly. And often you leave the bar and this you didn't know the sun was up. Right. You're like, oh, it was you dark think, in there. Yeah, you think the bartender turned the lights on, but it's just the sun is rising <laughs> yeah. outside. Yeah. It's really insane. So that I like better about New York. Um, someone wants to know, would you ever be... <laughs> the question is, would you ever be an Uber... But I'm assuming, <laughs> would you ever be an Uber driver? An Uber, <laughs> an Uber master. <laughs> I am the Uber grande. Oh, that would be a great Well, because Uber service. means like the best, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I am the Uber glitter. <laughs> <laughs> would you ever be an Uber driver? I mean, if it was a TV show, absolutely. <laughs> You're like, if it was a segment if it for was a, like a, a Frankie show. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. If there were hidden cameras all over that car, I would there absolutely be an Uber driver. Also because everyone, I drive very 
quickly within the speed limit of course <laughs> But I'm 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 what like, kind of cops do you think are listening to this show? No, yeah, we, I don't have, know. we have a huge legal fan base. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm just always, I just always want to be careful. Um, but no, I'm a. Uh, I see. I like that's yeah. thing. I see the the highway like a grid. Like I think I'm like in a Tron. video game. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mm-hmm. play pole position. Like I'm like I'm a huge gamer. I don't know if that's a big secret. Really, I didn't know huge, that about you. Huge, crazy. I like as soon as the new Mario comes out, I have to beat it. I don't leave my room. Really? Yeah. What's like, like your is that your number one game? Mario, 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 Mario. Any kind of Mario. Really? But I love like Zelda. I like, you know, all of those games. Wow. Like uh, Mario 64, Zelda 64, Ocar- o- Ocarina of Time. Have Ocarina you always played video games? Always. My mom got me into them when I was young. We would play together. Oh, so as soon sweet. as the Nintendo came out, like I had the everything. Wow. I had Duck Hunt, had Mario, had, how, you know, Contra, all those games. How do you not have your own video game? I, I, I don't know. I mean, what would it be? I mean, well, I don't know. <laughs> Which aspect of me would be? That's a great question. What would it be? What would your video game be? What would my video game be? It's called Frankie Grande's Red Carpet Adventure. <laughs> Frankie, <laughs> Frankie Grande's just, like jumping on the heads of celebrities. Glitterati. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you have to get Jennifer Aniston to smile. Talk. Yeah, to smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never win that game. That's funny. That's good. That's amazing. Okay, now everyone- adding glitter to people's lives, making them shine bright. Oh my god, that's a. Good how do you not have like the Frankie makeover app? I that's a great idea too. Like I'm just generating. I mean, look at these lashes, girl. Seriously, they're mine. Very impressive. <laughs> I know. Um, now you were you did Big Brother I and did. that whole thing. Yeah. And I know you've talked about it a million billion times. Is there having done that any other reality show or game show that you'd want to go on? I want to do Celebrity Apprentice. Do you really? Yes, oh. desperately I want to do Celebrity Apprentice, especially now that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh I want him to I be didn't like. I know that it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, it's Arnold now. Schwarzenegger. Oh, I didn't know that either. I want him to be like Frankie. You should have called your sister on this challenge, <laughs> and because you didn't. <laughs> You're terminated. You know he's going to say yes, you're terminated. He has to. You're right. Absolutely. How come you didn't use your sister, Frankie? You're terminated. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's oh, so accurate. That's exactly be... what would happen to Ex- me on the show too. Oh my God. I would. I want you to be on I need it. to be on Celebrity Apprentice. I want to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh yeah. It's um, weird. I, yeah. I, that's I strange be on that, that you haven't been on that. Yeah. It is strange. Yeah. So like six, I've so got two eight. phones. Yeah. Just call one of them. Like what is wrong with you? Look, Natalie got through. Like, He's answering the phone. Like, come you on, guys. seriously. Like I've got, I have two of them. Just pick one. So, Every, everyone on the earth has my number, so just call it. Uh, is there answer. a dancer on Dancing with the Stars that you want to be paired up with? Mm. Have they done? Here's my question. Have they done like two female dancers together or two male dancers no, together? No, they have not. I that feels like that could be happening. That soon. would be so cool. I think that'd be really cool. But I, I don't know if awesome. like the physicality, I guess, of men just by nature being able to like lift women. Well, it would be interesting sort of, I because know. I am so petite. Right. Like I when I was playing a woman on an off Broadway show, I was 137 pounds. Wow. So and I got down to like and I was wearing heels and like I've danced as a woman. I've played a woman. Yeah. So like it would be re- I mean, I this is like please, we're talking like definitely not 2016. Like yeah. I don't think anyone's ready for that. But if they paired me with a large man, I could do a lot of the female partnering, which would be really interesting. That would be very And cool. then I could also do the male partnering too. So but is there anyone on the show that you would Well, like- I just love Derek. Like, oh, I yeah. mean, like, I'm a huge fan of him as a person and as a dancer. Yeah, he's, he's pretty beautiful. great. Beautiful. Pretty great. And also, like, he would he would be totally down to do that, too. Yeah. He'd be like, yeah, that's awesome. Why not? Let's like, do it. Like, let's do it. Yeah. Come on. So, um, of course, I love Derek. That's um, cool. So, yeah. Celebrity Apprentice, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. Um, I originally auditioned to be on Survivor. And really? then I got on Big Brother. And uh, even though Big Brother is a much more mentally taxing, longer, harder game than even, Survivor. I, yeah, the Big Brother, I can't even like even begin to ask you questions because it kind of gives me anxiety just even imagining that whole so thing. So much. Yeah. Um, but now having done Big Brother, I don't think I would want to do Survivor just because of the fact that it's… Uh, it seems like the emotional and mental taxation of it all is a lot to recover from. Yeah, I just feel like a survivor is just so. so I, I I'm allergic to bug bites. Honestly, I would do it. <laughs> I would do it if they would promise me that they would always take care of my bug bites. Like, which I because I'm allergic to them. I swell up. I look like oh, a well, crazy person. But that's also like for them a liability, right? Because haven't they? I haven't. There's like what 57 seasons of Survivor. Now yeah, or so something I think it's insane. on like 28 or something. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is crazy. And so I haven't. I watched like the first five, maybe. Yeah, and. 
the I mean, there has to be so many like physical like, things that happen. I mean, that... no one, no one that's on that show doesn't take like a pill every day. Sure, you know, like someone takes a pill for something, whether right. it's allergies or um, a heart can right. murmur or something like things that like you can survive with. Yes. So if they were like, okay, fine, you can go on, but we promise to like you know make sure that you don't die of all the bug bites, right. then or like, get medevaced every time you get bitten, right? Then I'd do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> well. There you go. Would you ever do naked and afraid? Um. I'm naked all the time and I'm sometimes afraid. So, <laughs> so I guess I guess that's just the reality TV show based on my life. There you go. Would be naked and sometimes afraid. <laughs> and what, what is the conceit of naked and afraid? They like leave you in the middle of nowhere it's with no two clothes. Two people that two strangers mm -hmm. and you get yeah dropped in the middle of nowhere and I think you have to survive for 28 days or something along those lines and if you do you win a certain amount of money. Is he like, single? No one. Knows, but that's the thing. You don't know who you're going to get dropped. Oh, with. then no. Yeah. <laughs> if he's single, then yes. But it's yeah, and then people yeah, it's it, the weirdest part is that you just you both get dropped naked with each other. So people make clothes out of uh, debris and leaves and branches, and sometimes people are just naked. The whole I mean, time. this sounds like I would be incredibly entertaining on this show. And that's what I'm saying. I like, don't think I would make like, 28 days, but, but I think for was... like the couple days that you'd be hanging out, you, I think you'd be hilarious on it. I mean, but it also feels a little yeah. like. It's only you and one other person and whatever camera people are there with you. And so it feels like... Did you steal the clothes of the camera people? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've only watched one episode because I thought Naked and Afraid was just the title of a show that was some sort of like metaphor or something. And when I watched it, people were actually <laughs> naked. naked and I afraid. couldn't believe it. Yeah, this sounds, this sounds insane. <laughs> hey, right. It sounds like a like an SNL sketch of a fake reality show. Yeah, yeah, it really does. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is exactly what it is. They're naked and they have to survive for X number of days. It's really bizarre. No, I don't want it. No. No. Would you ever do Big Brother again? Yes. You would? Hands down. Really? Absolutely I would do Big Brother again because I loved it. Yeah. Like I really did love it and now I'm so much better um, equipped to handle it. Yeah. You know, like it would be, you know, I mean, obviously it would have to be in some sort of all-star situation right, or, right. you know, with people that, um, I mean, I'm going to be a big target when I walk into that house. Yeah. So it would be really nice if I'm looking at like, Dan Giesling and mm -hmm. like Boogie, you know, like because then there would be like, sort of going, yeah, exactly. But sound like for the Big Brother fans, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm talking about. Like if I walk into the house and I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm not the only gigantic neon target, right. sparkly, flashing, like must get him out of the house. <laughs> like then I can work with that. What's the biggest thing that you learned from Big Brother? Um, the biggest thing that I learned, I think, is that I can do anything. Oh, that's which cool. is the cool thing I can do, and I can survive pretty much anything. Yeah, because the mental fortitude that it requires to do that show is unlike anything that no it one just can a understand. Mouse in a cage. No one can understand yeah. it unless you've done it. Never. Um, I lost my grandfather while while I was on the show. Uh. Um, and, you know, survived, survived that, got, got, came back out into my family, you know, like did, did his memorial and did everything. And, like, and then, you know, it, it kept working. Yeah. You know, like destroy, went straight into Rock of Ages, went straight into to filming wow. three TV shows. And it was like, you know, let's, I, I can do anything and I can survive anything. And wow. I've just realized how strong I was after doing that show. So if any of you are feeling down, apply for Big Brother. Yeah. Well, Allow it to give you the confidence you need to do anything. Listen, <laughs> I can also tell you that most of the people that do that show do not feel that way. Oh, afterwards. I'm sure. It ruins a lot of people's lives. Oh. Yeah, it ruins a lot of people's lives. That's, it's so intense to me. The whole concept of it is so just to be like a mouse in a cage. Yeah, for... it really destroys people. Uh, the nice thing was that I was used to public attention before going sure. into the house. So I didn't like come out and then I was like, oh my God, what do you mean you want to take a selfie with me? Right. I was like, let me do it. I know the angle's better. <laughs> like, I was like, give me your phone. Sure. Um, but Which is a huge thing for someone that has never, you know, experienced someone coming up to them that they don't know. Yeah. Knowing who they are. Exactly. Yeah. And literally everyone knows everything about me. So people, when people wow. meet me, they're just like immediately, hey, Frankie, oh my God. Yeah. Let me ask you this question. Let me yeah. talk to you about this thing. Da, 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 da. Right. And it's like I was giving a woman advice on a running canyon today about her child who wants to pursue the music industry but literally I'd never <laughs> met this woman before she was like Frankie oh my god thank god okay so my son so okay you haven't been returning my calls but I have yeah, to talk exactly. to you about Brandon okay <laughs> seriously seriously and I was just like okay wow. like I was like here we go what's your name like that's incredible but I love it I mean Very like cool. I love it very cool. Well, I love you, Frankie. Yay! Thank you for 
for being here. So I love you. Now, before we wrap up completely, I'm going to give you the gift that every guest on the podcast gets for being here and being so patient. A with, selfie with Grace? Um, no, but Damn. something like equally as cool. <laughs> you I can think, get that too. Um, <laughs> you can tweet anything you want from my Twitter account <gasps> right Are now. you serious? Yeah. I would just say nothing racist or homophobic, but um, you're going already. So. <laughs> Could you imagine me doing something like that? How no outrageous. Way. I would never. Arnold would never have you. <laughs> It's it's really not bad and and completely predictable. Okay. <laughs> like so you're gonna be like, oh wow, you're so original. I can't believe that's what you tweeted. No, wow. I can't wait. It's I'm just, so exciting. Your recent emojis are not acceptable. I know. We were just having this conversation on the last podcast. That I'm just like, I can't I find this... any of my emojis that I, I need <laughs> in order to make this tweet work. <laughs> I only use strong arm and thumbs up like all the time. No. So all the recent ones aren't really. Oh, I'm so helpful. excited for what your recent emojis now will be. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Gosh, oh gosh, my Minnesota accent is coming out because I'm so excited. Oh gosh. <laughs> this is very Bobby's world right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Wait, we need more emojis. Oh my- <laughs> Let's see what else. Um, I mean, you're giving us names of your autobiography back to back. Wait, we need more emojis. Wait, wait, we need more emojis. However, we do not need more flag emojis. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, there's a I lot. I totally agree. I mean, I'm sure the people in those countries are super happy that they have them, and I love that they are super happy about yeah. it. Yeah. But it's like, oh it's my a lot god. Of flags. And also, I well, I've also learned a lot about America. Yeah. And not America, because <laughs> there's only one American flag. Yeah. The world. The world. There's yeah. a lot of countries. Yeah, there's a lot of countries. Thank you, emojis, for teaching me that there's a <laughs> shit ton of countries. Because I didn't know until I saw all those damn flags on that update. I was like, I'm still scrolling. Yeah, there's a whole lot. I also didn't understand why flags were included in emojis in the first place. Did I spell this right? <laughs> Did you send it already? I don't know. I spell shining. S H. I-N-I-N-G. Oh, so there's only one N? Yes. Otherwise, it would be shinning. Shinning, shinning yeah. Great. Done. Okay. <laughs> okay, my, the tweet that Frankie just sent is, oh my God, there's a lot of emojis. <laughs> I am shining bright like a Frankie. About oh my 20 God. star emojis, 20 hearts, 20 glitters, 20 unicorns, all the prayer hands. The hearts and the rainbows. Yay! This is amazing. Frankie, thank you so I'm much so for happy. being here. Where can people find you on social media if they don't know? It's at Frankie J. Grande. Awesome. And I'm now a verified Snapchat account holder. <gasps> That's so incredible. you can just put in my name. There you go. You don't need to know that it's Frankie JG8. You can just write Frankie Grande and I pop up. Perfect. And, and then also this, this beautiful, beautiful scent. This beautiful scent, which will be in stores and at um, Macy's.com, LordandTaylor.com, and Ulta.com. And possibly um, the Ultra Music Festival. And at the Ultra Music Festival right now, because this podcast is airing after it comes out. Perfect. Go go check out everything that Frankie does, and hopefully we'll see him on The Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. We'll see you guys With next Arnold. time. With oh, Arnold. Goodbye. That's Thank my, you, Grace, for having me. My new OTP. You're terminated. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. I don't know. <laughs> too deep, too deep, too deep. Not too deep. Was Grace Helbig. Not too deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Production assistance by Diane Kang and Melissa D. Montz. Audio by Chris Henry and Charlie Mead. Editing by Melissa D. Montz and Mitchell Davis. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Ba-da-bop. Too deep, too deep, too deep. Not too deep. Was Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, 